are listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim and Gary. Sword of Omens, come to my hand. I, Lionel, command it. And don't forget, fans, be sure and listen to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell. Thundercats, ho! Hello, toasters. That's a pretty bad accent. I don't know what I was trying with that one. But uh, anyways, my name's Tim Nadell. <laughs> I am your host. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Saturday Rewind. And I'm Gary Lane. You can find me on Twitter at SMRGary. And while you're there on the internet, go follow us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Saturday Morning Rewind. Imagine that. <laughs> don't, oh, don't add the imagine that. It's only Saturday Morning Rewind. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Less how, confusion, the better. I don't know how smart everybody is. I'm sure. I'm assuming everybody's super smart because they're listening to us right now. That's right. Yeah. Our list. Our listeners are much smarter than most other podcast listeners. I think so. I think that's science. They did a. They did a study. You know, Harvard did a study on it, and you guys mm-hmm. are you guys are super smart. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I also need to do another thank you to our newest iTunes reviews. I got two new iTunes reviews out there. So I want to thank. Midnight Detectives for that amazing five-star review. Thank you very much. And also Blessed Mom 3 for another five-star amazing review. And uh, if you guys are feeling left out, you know, if you want to get your name mentioned on the podcast, go ahead and leave us a nice positive iTunes review. Every single link can be found on our website. It's at SaturdayMorningRewind.com. So before we really step into this episode, which I think is going to be a pretty cool episode, I wanted to do our tune line voicemail. Usually we do it kind of later in the podcast, but this voicemail we have pretty much sets up this episode. So here we go. And also, if you guys want to be heard on the podcast, you want your voicemail to be played, you need to call us. You know, we can't just take out your thoughts and words out of your head and just play. You know, you need to actually physically call us. So our (laughs) number is 406 214-4451 and here we go let's do the voicemails hey this is Zeke the Cat and you've reached the voicemail of Saturday Morning Rewind so leave a message after the beep and remember it never hurts to help something cheapers it's great to get on this phone at least they think it's a phone hello you in there yeah, I guess it is a phone. Here's the who. Well, you guys, you know, I've been listening to your podcast, and I have to say, you talk about me a little too much. I mean, please, there's a lot of my friends in Toontown that you haven't talked about. Like Bullwinkle, or Tom and Jerry, or even the little guys, like Bucky Bug, or Oswald. I mean... Jumping jeepers. You know, this is just one slippery slope after another that might just end in, well, another string of cartoon gags. But <laughs> please don't forget about me and my friends. Anyway, I'll see ya. Bye. Thank you, Roger Rapper, for calling in. I appreciate that. Wow, we're we're getting pretty popular. Roger Rabbit's calling, and in honor of that voicemail, we're going to be talking about Roger Rabbit. Woo! Yeah, no, I'm kidding. That's a <laughs> joke. <laughs> we are going to be talking about our favorite lesser known or unknown cartoon characters, and also lesser known or not as popular of uh, cartoon series that we watched and enjoyed as a kid. So that's coming up a little bit later. So thank you so much for that voicemail, and uh, yeah, 
And also this sets up our next thing we're talking about is the D23 2015 Expo coming up um, mid-August, just in less than two weeks, the time that we're recording this right now. So, Gary, are you excited? I am absolutely excited. I first, about a month ago, I got pretty nervous. Yeah. I don't do well in crowds. Um, I don't know what it is, but I tend not to go into crowded situations. Right. And so that's, the convention is what worries me because I, I've never actually, I've gone to like one convention before mm-hmm. and it wasn't pretty busy. So I'm assuming the D23 is going to be pretty packed and, but I'm excited because it's going to have a lot of amazing things also. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, what'd you go to MontanaCon? <laughs> yeah. It's about <laughs> fossils and rocks and everything. <laughs> no, it was like a sci-fi convention in Alabama when I lived there. Oh, okay. it, it was good. I mean, um, um, was it Peter Mayhew? He was mm-hmm. there, and uh, um, oh, who does who does um, Jason Voorhees in like five of the movies? Oh, uh, Kane Hodder. Yes, Kane Hodder. I got a picture with him. Super cool guy. My daughter's completely terrified in the picture because he's has his arms around my neck, and <laughs> she's seen Audrey's <laughs> face is like terrified. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a fun experience, but this wasn't as action-packed as i'm assuming this one's gonna be and yeah uh, and and if you get choked at this one you're definitely doing something wrong (laughs) (laughs) yeah i see so yeah (laughs) so i mentioned the voicemail because i'm going to be bringing the phone that the voicemail is connected to i have like a little track phone so usually you would just get the voicemail which i think now i still do that so go ahead and call it it may ring a couple times i'll let it go to voicemail if you want to leave a voicemail it's fine we can play on the episode, or if you want me to call you back, just leave me a message saying, hey guys, call me back, it'd be cool to talk to you, especially if you're in the area, it'd be cool to meet up with you guys. So again, the number is 406-214-4451. I'll have the phone on me, so if you want to talk with us, that'd be very, very, very cool to chat with you guys. And, and, and to be clear, this is pretty much a uh, con-exclusive uh, conversation option, since it's typically not on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, if you're listening to this a year from now, you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna get anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and don't feel slighted or stop listening to us. Just uh, mm, yeah, <laughs> just wait for the next D twenty three to roll around. There you go, two years. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, convention. I can't believe we've been counting down for over a year. Honestly, I started planning this a year and like three months ago. Yeah. So this is just crazy. It's just around the corner. I can't wait. We have a lot of exciting things that I'm not going to talk about quite yet that I think are going to happen at the convention for us and for you guys because you guys are here it too. Yep. So I'm excited. Oh, yeah. But also, I was also thinking inside Disneyland, because we're going to be going inside the park also, is a place called Club 33. Do you know about this club, Gary? I do not. Oh, you're in for a treat. If only we had $10,000. <laughs> It costs foiled again. <laughs> it costs ten thousand dollars per year to be part of this club. Oh wow! But if you're a member of it, you're allowed to bring guests. Oh, just saying. Hmm. There's two very willing people. That I mean, I'm used to being a guest. I'm a great guest. Yeah, I'm probably one of the best guests you'll ever meet. Yeah, seriously. So you know, we have our phone number. You have it. I'm not saying you have to do it, but you pretty much have to. We're talking to you, rich person in California. Yep. <laughs> it's it's a club. It's it's a it's a restaurant inside of the park. It's exclusive. There's like a um, a dress code. 
Oh. There, it's the only place in the park where they actually serve liquor. Hmm. And uh, I hear it's amazing. So are you telling me I should also pack a suit? You should pack $10,000. Oh, <laughs> no, $9,000 and $995. You'll cover the rest? Yeah, I got the rest, buddy. Don't All worry right. about that. <laughs> yeah. This sounds fair. <laughs> now, if we get the invite, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll drive to Walmart and buy us, buy a suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Show up in our Walmart suits and be the yeah. Club. The classiest folks in but the But make joint. sure to leave the tag on because we've got to return it afterwards. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Can't afford these rich Walmart prices. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's about We'll talk a lot more about the convention on the next episode because this is the last episode before we're at yep. the convention. So you'll hear us next time at the convention when Gary and I meet for the very first time. If yep. one of us doesn't kill each other because we don't know each other. Right. Well, that that is always the gamble, right? It is. <laughs> Might be catfished. You, you got very serious. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right. So a few months ago, we started an ongoing bit where we're counting down our favorite cartoons released in a certain year. We did 1980 last time, and now we're up to 1981 because that's yep. the next number up. <laughs> and it's only taken us two months to get there. <laughs> Hush. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, out of the list that um, I found on the internet, who is always reliable and always trustworthy, yep. I picked my top two favorites, and Gary did as well. So, Gary, uh, let's let you go first. What is one uh, okay. of your favorites from um, 1981? 1981 was a tough year for me. Especially uh, since you weren't born yet. I found one cartoon that I loved, and then the rest I was kind of scratching my head over. But um, I'm going to go with a little show that I remember somewhat called Astro and the Space Mutts. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it was a show, it was kind of a spinoff of the Jetsons that was basically Astro teamed up with uh, a couple other dogs, Cosmo and Dipper. And uh, they had a human leader who was not George Jetson, which seemed pretty weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was uh, this guy named Space Ace. Uh, and then three dogs who were basically police officers, and they traveled through outer space. And uh, it lasted about eleven episodes, but Which it was kind of just little segments. Did you ever see it? I have. I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I do remember watching it. Yeah, but that was one that that I remember enjoying because I, I loved Astro. He was he was kind of like Space Scooby. So yeah, no, I love Jetsons first of all. So it was. Pretty yep. cool to see him out of a different element. Mm-hmm. So I picked. Um, let's see which one I want to. I always do this, don't I? I always like which one do I <laughs> want to go with first? Hmm. Yeah. Let's pick that one. Um, <laughs> let's pick the most popular one, I guess. Um, I'm assuming if you grew up in the '80s, you've seen this show. Um, and I picked the Smurfs. Okay. And I have a little audio from that. forest there was a hidden village where tiny creatures lived they call themselves smurfs they were good then there was gargamel the evil wizard he was bad oh i hate smurfs I'll get you. I'll get all of you if it's the last thing I ever do. <laughs> you know, it's 
Funny, even as a kid, I think I was in rooting for Gargamel the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I remember that too. <laughs> I mean, I love the Smurfs. I have a lot of favorites when it comes to the Smurfs, but Gargamel was just cool to me. Mm-hmm. And that movie is pretty awful, so we won't mention <laughs> that. I, how do they get it wrong every time? Why can't they just put it in the same setting the cartoon was in? Yep. I mean, hey, let's make a He-Man movie and make it modern time. It's like, right. why? <laughs> you have you have what works. What works mm-hmm. is what worked in the cartoon. Yep. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, and I love uh, what was Gargamel's cat? Azrael was yep. that his name? Azra- yep. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Yeah, I love. I, I don't know why I love animals in cartoons so much. But... Well, probably because it's always Frank Welker. <laughs> that doesn't hurt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you have for your another choice? So I I don't know I have a feeling I might be stepping on your toes here, but um, I'm I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to go with Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Ow! Ah! And, what was that? <laughs> and uh, here's a clip from that. Oh, I guess it's just Spider-Man the song. Oh, yeah. and his amazing friends, Iceman and Firestar. Yeah, bring back those jingles too, people. Oh yeah. Yeah, you yes. pick, you picked my favorite one too. <laughs> See, I I have a very close affection to this series cuz I remember I don't really ever remember seeing it on television, but um at least not well, maybe a little bit here and there, but for the most part, I remember there was this video store uh, remember those kids? And uh, my, they had a great little kids section in the back. And I think they had pretty much every episode of that show on the little split VHS tapes. Nice. And I remember just renting those all the time. And uh, yeah, so that's that's my fond memory of the show. And it was so great. Just Frank Welker again. I know. <laughs> and uh, a lot of you might not realize this, but the voice of Spider-Man was Dan Gilvezan of a Bumblebee fan. Yeah, and here's his voice of Spider-Man. The Goblin's planning to change everybody into ugly little green goblins. And here is his Bumblebee. No kind words for me? So very similar, but yeah, no, that's something else I got a kick out of later when I realized who he was. Yep. Yeah, and this is kind of odd because it's actually Frank Welker talking as opposed to making yeah. sounds. And I know he did a lot of talking voices, but most of them were the throat ripper, like the kind of voice or whatever. But this is cool because it's just pretty much his normal voice. Yeah, this and Fred um, from yep. Freddy from uh, uh, Scooby-Doo. I don't know why yep. I couldn't think of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so there we go. That's our well, end of the That was quicker segment. than usual. I know. <laughs> So tune in next time for 1981, 82, sorry, 82. Actually, it won't be next time because we'll be at the convention. So tune in in two months for 1982. <laughs> Is this going to become an every other month segment? <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's jump into the next segment real quick. It's our lesser known or unknown characters or maybe characters that weren't as popular as they, as they should have been. That's kind of what I went with when on this list. Um, I think I'll let you go again, Gary. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, so for my first one, well, a lot of people, a lot of people watch the cartoon Rugrats and a lot of people had favorite characters like Tommy or Chucky or Dill. But, uh, 
or Angelica, but for me, my my personal favorite has always been Stu. Mm. I can't tell you why, but I just love Tommy and Dill's dad because he's kind of an, a crazy lunatic mm-hmm. and um, not really fit to raise children or be a scientist, but <laughs> he does it anyways. <laughs> and uh, here's a clip of him. And Stu said, let there be light! Look who's rummaging for a midnight snack. How in the world did you kids get here? <laughs> I would have thought the little rascals would be afraid of the dark. Not these kids. They're not afraid of anything. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's something that's always amused me about him, just how he manages to screw up everything that he does. And uh, and pretty much it seems like the babies always wind up saving him of in course. some way or another. <laughs> of course. And um, he's he's voiced by Jack Riley, who was pretty much an on-camera actor for the <laughs> most part. But but uh, and and Jack Riley also did uh, another one of my favorite voices, which was just for car- uh, commercials. And uh, here's a clip from that. We're out of Shed's Bread Country Crock. No, we're not. Look, Country Crock and Mini Crocks. Same rich buttery taste. Mm-hmm, and a oh. third fewer calories too. Hey, that's two good reasons to eat Country Crock. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Cool. Yeah, so anyone growing up in the 80s, you know, if, if I, I ate country crock a lot. Yeah, so did we. It's probably part of why I was a, <laughs> not a healthy child. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I always put those two together. And I then, used to think that was Lorenzo Music as a kid. Oh, yeah, it could be. Until I realized Lorenzo Music won't change his voice, so he wouldn't sound <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. It would be a very slurred, eh, more country crock, please. <laughs> Uh, so I like where you're going. We kind of both went with a very popular cartoon with a character who should have been more popular. Mm-hmm. So I did the same thing. And again, I'm going to say, which one am I going to go with first? <laughs> um, let's see. For this one, I picked a character from Darkwing Duck. Ah. I picked Taurus Bulba. Oh, yeah. Ignore him. Such petty annoyances will disappear once I use the ramrod. Now, Tim Curry is one of my favorite actors and voice actors, and his Taurus Bulba is amazing. And sadly, it's only featured on two two episodes. It's on the uh, pilot episode, part one and part two, of Darkly Dawns the Duck. Mm-hmm. So I, as a kid even, I remember thinking, Taurus Bulba, he's a cool bad guy. Yep. I don't know why they didn't use him more. I do understand that the, the comics used them the boom comics used them a little more that's right yep which i didn't read he actually did come back later in the show um really yeah once uh he was like part robot he became the steerminator and but did tim curry did the voice Uh, yeah i'm not sure i don't think he did yeah i don't remember i do remember that though okay but they should have. i mean he should have been in there with megavolt you know Mm -hmm. yeah he should have been i mean he should have been the boss he should yep. be the kingpin of all those guys. That's yeah. That's that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. But instead, it was um, Rob Paulson's character. What was his face? Uh, Still beak. name? Still beak. Yeah. He was more of the mob boss, yeah. which was a shame. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Rob Paulson. No, it's just, no. Of course. I like I like uh, Taurus more. Taurus Bobo is a stronger character. Yeah. Yeah. In so sure. many so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. There's my first pick for a character I wish would have been more popular. And um, I, I I totally agree with that. And my 
So for my my second pick, um, which these are in, in no real order because this is actually one of my favorite cartoon characters of all time. It's from a less popular show, but surprisingly a lot of people know about it. It always surprises me. It's my favorite show. Um and Earthworm Jim. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and so this 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 particular character, his name is Bob the Killer Goldfish. Yeah. Um and and just let me set up the lunacy of Earthworm Jim just very briefly for those who haven't seen it. It's 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 a worm in a spacesuit, a dog that can turn into a crazy demon character, essentially, um, a lady in a bug suit, and a booger. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they essentially travel through space and, and fight evil crows and professors with monkeys grafted to their head. But my favorite villain that they come across is Bob the Goldfish. And Bob is just this complete lunatic who... He, he's the only intelligent fish on his planet of La Planeta de Agua, and um, and he controls these cats who essentially carry him around in his fishbowl, which I find amusing in its own way. So this this one goldfish who can't really get anything right, um, and can't command fish to go out and destroy, destroy as he always encourages. Because he's the only hyper-intelligent fish there, so he has to wind up doing it himself. And uh, this particular clip is uh, from an episode called Day of the Fish, where he steals Jim's spacesuit. And then, um, as he's kicked out of it, he uh, tries to find a new bowl to get into, basically, and winds up in the equivalent of a big gulp soda. So, here's a clip from that. I can't breathe! I must find water! Uh Uh-huh! Darn soda pop. How can anybody breathe this stuff? Excuse me. Oh, great. Now I'm going to be gassy for a month. You edgy cats. Get the worm. Get the worm. Excuse me. Good old Jim Cummings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and uh, who is going to be on the huh? show? Who's going to be on the show pretty soon? By the way, all your listeners out there, so stay tuned. Yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, whenever I met him at AwesomeCon, I asked him to uh, do that voice, and he surprisingly could recount it right That's off amazing. the top of his head. And and he was talking about where he got the inspiration for it, and he he said that it was basically like a uh, like a Ricky Ricardo. So you you got your you know Lucy, you got some splaining to do, and then you add like a Southern Baptist preacher kind of thing. So then it it turns from this into a destroyer, destroyer, you know, kind of crazy effect. And I just I love the voice and the character. So and that's I, the end of my, that's the end of my rant. <laughs> that was a that was a cool show for me too. I I started out watching it because I love the video game. Yeah, and uh, that was on Sunday mornings, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I remember it, watching that. It did well enough to get two seasons, surprisingly, but nobody that I knew when I was younger watched it. Well, I did. Yeah, and as I get older, I meet people, and they're like, did you know they did an Earthworm Jim series? And I'm like, (laughs) dude, come on. Who are you talking to? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so my main pick is another Jim Cummings voice. Yes. On a super, super, super popular TV show, but this character just wasn't used enough. It was used great, I mean, to say that. this These episodes that he's involved with are my favorite of this series, and it's also the pilot episodes. And I'm I talking know where about, you're going with this. I'm talking about DuckTales. Oh, yeah. Where he did El Capitan. Not in that <laughs> accent, of course, because here's his voice right here. Leave him, you fool. Let's get the gold. 
<laughs> the gold is everything. I loved El Capitan, man, and yeah, I think it probably helps that those episodes are amazing. I mean, they absolutely are. Treasure of the Golden Suns. That's what the five-part episode is. It's a five-part pilot um, where they're going after the Golden Suns. You know, gigantic Golden Suns coated with gold and blah, blah, blah. No, El Capitan. And and I think it's actually my favorite voice of Jim's also because it's something where you can't pinpoint another one of his voices. That's true. That's absolutely right. Because, I mean, in the clip you played, you can hear Ray from mm-hmm. Princess and the Frog, mixed in with a little bit of Darkwing Duck. Yep. And this one, I was even surprised to know that it was Jim Cummings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that when you were playing, and I was like, man, that sounds almost nothing like him. I had to, like, when I interviewed him a couple years ago, I had to even verify off of multiple sources that it's even him. Because <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up if it wasn't him, because, you know, a lot of times IMDb is wrong. Yeah. Did he did he remember that one on the fly? He didn't do the voice, no, but we did talk oh. about this very little bit. Well, you'll have to get him next time. I know. <laughs> so yeah, no, that and, and it's kinda cool that I own a piece of those episodes. I own a animation cell, a hand painted animation cell they used to create that episode. It's the uh, cold duck episode where all the penguins steal the, the colorful items from Scrooge and the boys and, and Launchpad. Right. I own a cell of Scrooge shivering in his cell without a shirt on, with just like an undershirt on. Nice. Yeah, so it's one of my favorite animations I have. I mean, not not good for Scrooge, but that's a that's a cool... <laughs> yeah, it's very cool that's... because a lot of times you get these cells and you're thinking, what episode is this from? Mm-hmm. But as soon as I saw it, it's like, yep, Cold Duck episode. I think <laughs> it's like episode three or some of that of the, of the pilots. Yeah, I've been looking for, for many years. I occasionally get on, on the internet and try to find a, a Bob the Goldfish cell, but so far... No luck. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they were probably all destroyed. <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> all right, so let's take a quick break. We will be right back. Hi, guys. Freakazoid here. Don't freak out, but Saturday Morning Rewind will be right back. After a quick word from their sponsor. Oh, and don't forget to fly over to their site at SaturdayMorningRewind.com. <gasps> Are you a fan of DuckTales, Gargoyles, or Tailspin? Then boy, have I got a podcast for you. Hi, I'm Jason, host of DAF Radio. And I'm Matt, the co-host. Join us as we talk about these fan-favorite shows that you grew up with and meet the people that made them. Find us at DAFradio.net or in your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, enjoy the afternoon. Well, back to the show. Guys! Oh, guys! Guys Aroni! Tim! Gary! Guys! And we're back! Yes. Talking and about... I can't tell you how many times I get that uh, jingle from the Disney Afternoon Forever song stuck in my head. Yeah. It's very catchy. Go check them out, too. They're cool guys. So, we're here talking about our lesser known or unpopular cartoon series. I think I'll go first in this one because I kind of cheated and I have three of them. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Go for it. Um, In no particular order because I don't want to say, oh, what order am I going to go in this time? Maybe this one. (laughs) I'm going to pick a cartoon that I loved 
that was on, for me, it was on Nickelodeon. I know for other people it might not have been on Nickelodeon, depending on what country you're listening in. But I picked Count Duckula. <laughs> yes. Did you ever watch Count Duckula? I did. Is it no? Is it worthy for me to say that it was lesser known or not as popular as other series? Oh, very much so. Because yeah, I don't know of anybody else who actually watched it personally, at least. Yeah, it was it was a quiet little hit, but I, I don't remember watching it much. But I remember seeing it on and enjoying it. Oh, I loved it. It was amazing. I thought um, the it's a British cartoon, so it was a little different than what we're mm-hmm. used to, and. Uh, it's a little darker, I want to say, because, I mean, especially when you have to bring them back to life and you got to do, like, a mystical spell type of a thing, and there's a... What's that star on the ground or whatever? The uh, Pentagon? The Pentagon. Or pen- pentagram. Yeah, the, pen- <laughs> the Pentagon is on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the yeah, Pentagon's on the ground and brings it back to life, but it brings it back as a vegetarian duck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a hit automatically with me. If he's a vegetarian duck who thinks blood is disgusting. (laughs) So here's a little bit of the theme song. Castle Dracula, home for many centuries to a dreadful dynasty of vicious vampire ducks. The Counts of Dracula. Legend has it that these foul beings can be destroyed by a sting through the heart or exposure to sunlight. This does not suffice, however, for they may be brought back to life by means of a secret rite that can be performed once a century when the moon is in the air. The latest reincarnation did not run according to plan. In the heart of Transylvania, in the Vampire Hall of Fame, yeah, there's not a vampire any other. He won't bite beast for man, cause he's a vegetarian, and things never run blood. I mean, the show had to have been popular because it ran from 1988 to 1993. Yeah. But I just, I just don't remember talking about it with my friends at school, like I did other cartoons, and my, I don't think my brother, I don't think my brother watched it with me either, so. I think it's kind of more rare. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, I don't meet many... I met one guy recently who actually um, talked about it a little bit, but that was about it. I mean, and the theme song is very catchy. Uh, Yeah, more theme And I like the uh, Vincent Price um, fake (laughs) fake voiceover thing that they had going on. Kind of Tim Curry (laughs) meets meets Vincent, Vincent Price. Yeah, that's right. And unfortunately, it hasn't been on DVD yet. Here, at least, it is over overseas. Yeah. So if you have a Region 2 DVD player, you can play it. But I do not, which I can pick up for like 30 bucks. But I want them to release an official American That's version right. of it. Because you know as soon as you get a Region 2 DVD yeah, player, they will That's release what, it. Yeah, that's why I'm holding off, actually. That's why I held off on Eek of the Cat also. Because I'm just saying that they're going to release it sometime. <laughs> yep, yep, I hear you. So for my first pick, um, I don't know, uh, this isn't in any sort of order. This is just two shows that I remember really liking when I was younger and, and um, I still enjoy today. So the first one is a show called Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Yeah. <laughs> Tim has to hear me ramble on about this a lot <laughs> off the mic. So, <laughs> um, oh, Gary, Gary just, we need to talk about cartoons that are good versus <laughs> cartoons that are bad. Well, I, 
come on. No, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Th- this this show does seem like it should be awful, but if you watch it, it's got an exceptionally good voice cast, including Jim Cummings, Pat Fraley, Tim Curry, and that's just to name a few. Uh, and it, it was a ridiculous idea because it's like, hey, let's take the Wild West, which I grew up watching Western movies with my dad, so I always had sort of a soft spot for those. And the idea was to make the cowboys literal cows. And uh, it sounds stupid on paper, but <laughs> to watch the show from a purely kid's standpoint, it's actually pretty good. It doesn't have the... Uh, adult value that shows like Animaniacs or Batman the Animated Series has, but it's fun for what it is. And um, they got away with a lot of interesting little things. And and the whole concept of the show is don't trust the government because they're corrupt, which I find really bizarre because the two villains are a part of the law force there. So so anyways, that's my first pick. And uh, here's a little clip from the theme song. Good old Garth Brooks. <laughs> it's it's not. It's it's a it's a clone of Garth Brooks. I'm pretty sure. But um, <laughs> I actually looked up this guy's music later on after after I heard the theme song because it's it's country, but it's a catchy theme song. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's pretty much it for Cowboys and Moo Mesa. I I recently got a um, Marshall Moo Montana, who's the main character. I got a nightlight off the internet. So because you're scared of the dark. I was, and now I can be brave. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm bringing that to the uh, oh, please. hotel room, yes. by the way. Yeah, we need that, definitely. <laughs> Especially since I'm scared, because we've never met in person before. So i got to sleep with that's one right. eye open. That's right, that's right. One eye on Moo Montana, <laughs> one, eye, one eye in Sleepy Town. So, right, so for my next pick, um, then again, like I said, I don't know if any of these were super popular. I just don't remember people talking about them. I picked a cartoon series that ran from 1991 to 1992, so it had a super long run. <laughs> the cartoon I picked was Mother Goose and Grimm. Oh. Did you ever watch Mother Goose and Grimm? Very little, but I remember it. No, I, I love this show. It was, remember we talked about before how uh, there was a certain few of the cartoons that I taped on VHS as a kid. Mm-hmm. And Mother Goose and Grimm was one of those shows I taped. Okay. So I'd sit there with the little VCR, press record, and press pause to get all the commercials out when they came on. <laughs> and I had a whole cassette tape of just Mother Goose and Grimm. Um, it's a lot like the Garfield series, honestly. It's, I mean, because, of course, Mother Goose and Grimm is a comic strip. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot like, you know, there's a dog and a cat. Uh, he's terrified of the vacuum, blah, blah, blah. And it's you got Mother Goose. And um, I don't know what else to say about this, so I'll just play some audio. <laughs> So 
So as you can hear, I had to pull audio from my VHS copy to get that. Okay. No, I'm kidding. It's on YouTube, and it's the best quality I can find of it, because it's that rare of a cartoon. Nobody has it. Right. But no, I, I love this cartoon. I thought I thought it was hilarious as a kid. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a great theme song, too. I, I tell you, the 90s and the 80s were the best for that. Yep. Um, Which I think, that, I think we're going to do an episode on theme songs pretty soon. Oh, okay. Well, then... Um, yeah, I've got I've got my favorite already. So <laughs> yeah, I think I do too. But I have to take a listen again. Right. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny because that that theme song reminded me a lot of the Rude Dog and the Dweebs theme song. Uh, yeah. Okay. And um, that was a show that I almost picked, but yeah. I really can rarely make it through an episode. <laughs> I just love the characters so much and the design. It's 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 fun, but the episode, the writing was just not strong. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that seems to be a, a problem with a lot of, well, not a lot of shows, but some of them from the '90s, specifically later. But but uh, yeah, so I guess I'll take my number one pick here, and uh, that's a little show that ran from 1993 to 1994. Whoa, c- called uh, Mighty Max. Okay, yeah, Mighty Max. Yeah, and um, I don't know if you ever saw it. It's yep. it's it's an odd little show, but it had a great cast. It had you know Max as I mean <laughs> had Max as Rob Paulson. Had Rob <laughs> Paulson as Max. Uh, Tony Jay as his bird-like humanoid friend, um, and Richard Mole as Norman. Uh, also had Cass Susie, Corey Burton, Jim Cummings, Frank Welker, Tim Curry as the main oh villain. Tim Curry is a yeah, he's a recurring yeah. Huh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just had a lot of great guest stars on the show um early appearance by brad garrett I, if i recall correctly around the time of two stupid dogs which is another great show um but yeah this show was just underrated i think it ran for two seasons somehow in one year but uh <laughs> it uh it was a really cool concept because every episode was semi-connected it started from episode one where max got this weird hat in the mail he put it on he can teleport to different dimensions and times and faces off against Frankenstein and zombies and all sorts of stuff. And it's totally to sell toys, but for once it was actually really well written to sell toys. And, um, yeah, so here's a clip from the theme song. So yeah, it's it's a very in your face and I don't know how many people jumped while listening to this. I hope your volume wasn't too loud. <laughs> but it certainly made me jump and I knew it was going to happen. Um so uh That's cuz you're scared of the dark. Well, that that's true. I'm scared of the dark and loud noises. Yep. And um and also everything else. Um <laughs> I'm kind of like Piglet. But uh ah, true, you are. <laughs> um but yeah, so the, the the really interesting thing about this is how the show actually wrapped up. It actually has a conclusion, and it involves this really weird time shift that was way too intelligent for a kid's show. And I watched it again as an adult, and I'm like, man, this is this rivals some of the like more adult themed shows. And 
I just, I don't know. I've always liked it. And I don't hear a lot about it, so. Yep. So what is your number one pick? My number one pick is another cartoon that actually had Tim Curry in it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look it up. If you heard me typing before, while you were talking, it's because I had to look it up. So I was like, I'm pretty positive he's in it. And sure oh, enough. I, I thought you were just being rude. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, Tim Curry is in it, not as a lead, though. So this cartoon ran in 1992 up until 1992. A <laughs> uh, 13 episode run, which I think was actually canceled before the 13 episodes were even all aired. Uh-huh. So I would say this is kind of rare. I remember, I'll tell you what it is it's Capital Critters. Yes! I love, I still love Capital Critters, even though it's not on DVD. I still watch it on YouTube. Um, yeah. Oh man, this, first of all, the voice. The voices is what really drew me in there as a kid. I was in sixth grade, and um, I was in love with Buster Bunny. Yeah. And so Charlie Adler plays a really different character. Actually, a character that's more like himself, I would say, than anything else he's played. Um, here is a little audio of Charlie Adler. Nice meeting you. Don't slam the door on your way out. So there's Buster Bunny and just more of an attitude, which I loved. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and he, so, actually, he actually got to curse a little bit. He did. Too. Yeah, I know. That was <laughs> very exciting as a sixth grader. <laughs> <laughs> Because this was a primetime series on Fox. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to mirror their success of The Simpsons. And it yep. uh, didn't quite work out, but I loved it. I mean, yep. I remember go. I was I went to a private Christian school at the time. So I remember going to the private school and talking about it. And, like, we loved how all the cursing was in there and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I do remember it being a lot worse as a kid than it is now. I was like, seriously, yeah. now? I was like, I was talking about that? Yeah. <laughs> But no, I still love the show. I mean, it's I mean, it's even got Neil Patrick Harris as the lead, Max. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's okay. I'd be butting in. <laughs> and, uh, of course, one of my other favorite voices of all time. I'm not even going to set it up. Here we go. Muggle, this is my cousin from Nebraska. Interestingly enough, Nebraska is one of the few states whose name is derived from Indian culture. It means flat water. Riveting, Muggle. Thank you. I mean, Bobcat Goldthwait, come on. <laughs> yes one of my favorite voices oh my goodness even though he doesn't talk like that anymore it's just I, as a kid i was in heaven watching this show it's got bobcat it's got uh it's got buster bunny um mm-hmm. canceled after two months actually this show is canceled after two months <laughs> yeah they aired the rest on another channel later i think yeah they did uh, i think cartoon never aired them later like uh, a couple years later yeah, and and if you listen, um, I think it's one of uh, Jess Harnell's early earliest okay. roles. Okay, nice. He plays. Uh, I know he played the corrupt politician. Oh, spoiler alert! He's corrupt. The politician <laughs> in episode two. Um, I only know because Lindsay and I, or my wife and I, we uh, we decided to marathon it on the Fourth of July because that seemed appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your wife was cooler than my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, it's a good thing your life, your wife doesn't listen to the podcast. Are you kidding me? She doesn't even know I do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. She, she knows. <laughs> she just thinks you're strangely upstairs talking to uh, yeah. your, your guy friend all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Who's scared of the dark. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so glad you picked that show. I almost did, but I thought, you know, he might do oh, it. I will. I will. <laughs> I, know, it's, I, I love this show. Yeah. And it's got great toys, too. It was actually, after being canceled, for a show being canceled after two months, it had some pretty cool toys. It had, uh, first, I think, Burger King 
Did I say Burger mm-hmm. King? Or I meant to say Burger King. Um, <laughs> had kids' meals, toys for a minute. And I also have a couple of the really cool action figures from the series. I got I got for like three bucks from Amazon. Brand new, still sealed in the package. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how unpopular yeah, just... the show was. It was brand new. I got it for like three bucks. <laughs> wow. I've seen those online. They are really cool looking. They are super too. cool. No, I love it. And I actually have the uh, the muggle... Um, the Bobcats character, the Burger King toy from him sitting oh, in the uh, bathroom because yep. I just cleaned him up recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the one I have of the action figure, have Muggle. Yeah, and one of the one of the cockroaches. <laughs> nice. All right. You did yours, didn't you? I did. Well, I only picked two because yeah. I didn't know three was an option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you know three is always an option. <laughs> right on, right on. So, all right. Um, like I said, next episode, it's going to be Gary and I at the convention. Yep. Live. We'll kind of live. We'll, we'll edit it later and post it, you know, as it was live, but yeah. And maybe we'll, maybe we'll insert audience sounds and yeah. cheers, cheers and booze for all of our terrible jokes. Yeah. That'd be great, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yes. But yeah, but, no, uh, seriously, people call the voicemail. We'd love to talk with you. 406 214 do it go. again because I was talking. <laughs> um, four, zero, <laughs> six. Uh-huh. Okay, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Two, one, four, 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 five, one. All right. And remember those iTunes reviews? And also remember to follow us on everywhere, like Facebook and Twitter and everything, and even YouTube, because I think we're going to post together quite a bit from the convention in Disneyland. So watch Absolutely. out for those things. And I guess yep. that's about it. We will see you guys next time. Have a great month. Thanks for listening to that Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks. <laughs>